Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Somebody Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're going to make it out of here, we got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. This is why you watch 7 News at 5. This breaking story is happening as we speak. To get breaking news from the alert desk. When I know about it, you'll know about it first. So you're always connected with what's happening now, only on 7 News at 5. What's up, what's up, my little tiddlywinks? It is Jackie here. I got a quick favor to ask of all of you guys today. Thank you so much for listening over the years, but we do need a little bit of your help. If you could just fill out the survey that's in the description of the show today, or it's also on my Instagram, at jackthatworm, that would be awesome. It's only going to take a few seconds, I swear. All of the information is confidential, and we don't take emails or names. That would help us so much. Thank you guys for everything. Love you, love you, love you. Hit it with page seven. This episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Uh-oh, guys. We're coming in hot. We're coming in heavy. It's real annoying. It's who let the dogs out? Who, 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 Bar establishment last night, which made me want to rip out my own eyes. Mm -hmm. And I, this was at a vegan food only, which I didn't find out until after I got there, which upset me. Number one, number two thing that upset me that when I went up to the bar, it only had beer, and I asked for a bud, and they looked at me like I was a piece of shit. And then I pointed up at the at the sky and I said, "You're the one that's playing Who Let the Dogs Out right now." <laughs> and you're gonna judge me on my beer drinking? Oh, this is a craft beer bar. We only have craft beer, and we play Who Let the Dogs Out once a day. <laughs> I was I was bru- I was very upset to the point that I ended up just leaving. Scandalized sounds like. Yeah, scandalized is the word. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> See, because who let the dogs out doesn't make me upset, but there's nothing I would like to have more while listening to it than like a 30 rack of, you know, Bud Light Lime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give me six. Exactly. Exactly. That or, yeah, or you like drink like Milwaukee's Best. You know, uh-huh. that's a who let the dogs out kind of beer. <laughs> well, welcome to page seven. Yeah, we're kicking it seven, up. <laughs> My name is Marcus Sparks. My I'm name Jackie Zabrowski. Ah! <laughs> I got you, bitch! I fucking Jake, got you! Jackie, you can talk. I'm Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> I am Molly Neffel, and I'm very happy to be back. Uh, I missed last week, and I, I go away for one week, and somebody bites Beyonce's face off. <laughs> a la bath salts. It's what? all very confusing. 
So what is the story here? All I keep seeing is just like on my news feed, it's like someone bit Beyonce's face. Someone's like, Beyonce should care about her face being bitten as much as she cares about her career. I don't know what any of this means. Also, what does Tiffany Haddish have to do with it? (laughs) So Tiffany Haddish is the one that outed the story, which is why everyone's talking about it now, because it happened back in December. So they were all at a party. They're all having a great time. And so she was doing this interview, I believe, with, with GQ. And she came out and said that she saw it happen at this party. And uh, she referred to this. It was an actress who was, quote, doing the mostest. And um, she said in the interview, they went to the back of the room. I was like, what just happened? Because she saw her bitter and had her said and uh, and Beyonce's friend walked up. was like, can you believe this bitch just bit Beyonce? (laughs) (laughs) So Tiffany Haddish, because she is the coolest person of all time, went up to Beyonce. She had just met her for the first time. And she was like, I'm going to beat somebody's ass at your party. And uh, she's like, I just want to let you know that. And Beyonce, who is just, you know the best queen of all time. She said, Tiffany, no, don't do that. That bitch is on drugs. She not even drunk. That bitch is on drugs. She's not like that all the time. So just chill. Ah. <laughs> what a graceful response yeah, yeah. from our queen Bay. But that's insane. She got bit on the face. And how did nobody talk about this before? And, and so Tiffany Haddish knows who did it? Yes. But she's not saying. Correct. Wow, this is like a real life blind item. It like came out and like it just came out all of a sudden. It really makes you wonder like how much wacky shit happens to these people we have no idea about. Yeah, because how many nights have we all had where, you know, we, the next day after being at the bar, you're like, oh, a bunch of fucked up shit happened. But if, you, if that happens and then Beyonce was there, yeah. it's all magnified. I think that happens almost every single day of my life. Um, this also uh, is why I love... Chrissy Teigen so much because she came out because she's like, I'm going to figure out who bit Beyonce. And so she's on this like weird social media trek to figure out who bit Beyonce. And, but what I love is that she tweeted out, we've all done things after a couple of glasses of wine. If I had a dollar for everything inappropriate I've done to someone after a couple of drinks, I mean. Biting <laughs> someone in the face is a little bit beyond inappropriate. Yes, it's. it might even be a crime. <laughs> I think it's straight up assault. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to bite people in the face. It's a high-risk behavior. Very much but then so. it, if you think about it, it must be somebody pretty tall because Beyonce's tall, right? Hmm. Do you think that they were hugging? I mean, I just have so many. Did, was it like a walk-by biting? like, Or were they like hugging and she, was it like a going in for like a cheek kiss, like a friendly greeting, and then she just, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever even, no matter how many drugs I've tried, I've never tried to bite someone before. Mm-mm. And Beyonce's 5'7". Okay, so, so it has to be somebody fairly tall. I can't mm-hmm. bite a person that's 5'7 in the face. I, I totally assume that Beyonce, I don't know exactly how tall I thought she was, but I would have said like six feet. I, <laughs> I would have said 6'3". Towering <laughs> over us. 5'7 is totally unremarkable and average. It's the only thing unremarkable about her. So what kind of bite was it? Was it just like a nibble or like a break skin bite? Good question. I feel like if it was a break skin bite, we would have seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah, like a bruising bite. Like I could bite myself right now and I wouldn't. Like you got to bite someone real fucking hard to break the skin. Yeah, biting is like a really, it's like probably the form of an attack. Marcus and I immediately bit ourselves. <laughs> Just yeah, testing Marcus. the tinsel strength of a jaw here. If you I hear the agree. sound of chewing at the mics, it's because Jackie and Marcus are both biting themselves. Well, overall, like, the thing is that if you bite, yeah, it 
it hurts even just the, even if it's just the tiniest bite it hurts yeah and also a face is hard to get a hold on though you know like it's not uh, like an arm you can really chop down on it a face is vertical and flat so like you know, if I try to bite somebody's face right now, I don't even know if I could get a grip on it. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like, like, you remember that scene in Batman Returns when the penguin bites that dude's nose off? Yeah, yeah. nose you could do. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's kind of what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, but he was biting through, like, fish bones and shit. Like, he's got stronger <laughs> teeth than we have, right? I assume. <laughs> yeah, he's biting through, like, fish bones and shit. Shit, yeah, you know, yeah, penguin <laughs> guys, come on. <laughs> So, so is there any like short list of people that it might be? There, they try to like throw out different uh, people that were actually at the party. Like Rihanna was there, but no one's saying that Rihanna did it, obviously, because Rihanna's too cool to do something like that. Yeah, she's too calm. Yes, there's. There was just they started like calling out a bunch of people, and when Chrissy Teigen said that, like. It's like, oh, this woman's really, really annoying. And so a lot of people were guessing underneath her tweets. And someone said Gwyneth Paltrow. And she said, no, oh, my God, I love her. She's like, oh, girl, you're mm. wrong. I don't know. You're Maybe Goop is that. someone completely different behind closed doors. Yeah, and on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that she's sounds... always on drugs. Are you kidding me? Again, remember when people were eating each other's faces? Mm-hmm. Maybe Goop was like, Inhale some bath salts <laughs> for your membranes. And then she went and fucking bit Beyonce's face. Oh, well, Sarah Michelle Geller came out and post- posted a picture of her as Buffy and said, I bit Beyonce. And I thought that was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was funny for her because she was a fucking vampire. <laughs> I get it. But also, Sarah Michelle Geller, sorry, love you, but I don't care. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, no one cares. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go down the Buffy hole soon. Wait, Molly, have you watched Buffy? I haven't, and it's a great shame of mine because I know people really, really, really love Buffy. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really into, like, horror that much. Not, I'm not anti it, but I'm just not seeking out vampire stories. But if I had to choose a vampire show, I think I would choose Buffy. But also, you weren't here last week, Molly, and I have to tell you to start watching Outlander. It's I know. necessary. It's you told me in a Marco Polo, so you have, <laughs> technically you've already told me. Well, now I'm telling you professionally that you have to start watching Outlander. And your exact words were something along the lines of, I don't know if pregnancy has made you hornier, but if it has, <laughs> you should really watch Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, again, I, I stand by what I said. I'm proud of me because I agree with me. <laughs> My problem is that I keep just, like, talking like I'm in the islands, and I'm not, uh, I can't do a Scottish accent. The Zabrowskis are not known for their accents. What are you talking about, Marcus? <laughs> well, you can uh, say one word in, Sc- in the Scottish accent. Say donkey for me. Donkey! But that's a Shrek accent. <laughs> that's not real. That's not what they sound like. <laughs> oh, you chicken donkey, ain't ya? <laughs> is Outlander a new show or is it like a 25 year old show it's new really yeah they just they just signed it on for the I believe I can't remember if it's the fourth or fifth season it's dense <laughs> uh, but it is sexy and it is rife with history and neither of you is watching Jessica Jones are you nah I watched most of the first season but didn't finish it okay it was, it's a little too intense yeah I have just finished the second season and it is quite intense but it does make me feel an array of sexual feelings mm. um is it sexy I thought it was a superhero thing 
It is, but it's like a superhero thing cast with a lot of really good looking people. Yeah, there's a lot of sexiness in the first one. But no actual sex. Uh, uh, there's sex. Yeah, yeah, there is. And and oh. in the first one, the roman- her romantic protagonist is Luke Cage, and <laughs> yes, please. So it's the first one is definitely sex. The first season is sexier than the second season. Um, but but yeah, I thought I would I would put it out there. The second season, I enjoyed it mostly. Um, and it's mildly sexy, but it's not the type of. I don't think it has the type of sex that you're looking for, Jackie. Well, man, this is. I mean, Outlander is smut. It's complete smut. But, you know, it's fun smut. And there's a lot of characters in the islands. Um, it sounds like I'm saying islands, but I'm saying highlands. <laughs> oh, I thought you did say islands. Mm, no, 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 no. Unless, are they islands out there? I don't know anything about Scotland. It's part of England, which what's, is an island. What's the other something lander thing that's like 20 years islander Islander. thank you (laughs) but that's what i'm wondering i'm not very far into it because it is so dense um about halfway through the first season but i'm assuming that they are highlanders because the highlander there can be only one and they also like don't they they travel through time as well yes they do but i think that's going to be a different universe than what you're thinking about right now because right now, oh, there is time traveling, yeah, because it's a, a nurse, a World War II nurse from 1945 mm-hmm. uh, that travels right after back. the war. Yeah, right after the war and uh, travels back in time uh, to the Scottish Highlands. Really? That's the Inexplicably, premise. as far as I know. Hmm. But that's why I wonder, because, I, I mean, the problem is that so many seasons have come out, so it upsets me. So every time I want to stare at pictures of um, Jamie in the show, because, you know, I just like to... You know, get some images for the old bank. Um, they <laughs> they show they show them in different like generations. So I'm assuming that they live forever. Ah, uh, or just the time travel continues. I it really, could, it, Jackie. I appreciate that your sexuality, your style, has not necessarily evolved from like what we all did in sixth grade which is just like (laughs) finding a still image of an attractive person from a television show and looking at it you know many people have moved past that (laughs) i i if i'm not anything i'm old school Uh, i think that i would just feel like a tramp if i started just jaying it to watching the show because then it's like and then i'm not watching the show i'm too it's like you save it for after the show right (laughs) I don't know, you could do what I did when I was younger. Is like you wait for sex scenes in movies, and then you just re- sit there and like rewind the same scene over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, you guys know how I feel about The Astronaut's Wife, but I do remember having the VHS, because like in my bedroom, I had one of those like TVs that had the VHS player inside of it. So, yeah, I mean, that scene in the museum, oh, man, wore it out. Yeah, that uh, that noise, the... Like that, <laughs> it has some associations. I'll say your parents are like, "Why is Marcus rewinding the tape again?" Wonder wrong with the tape. Every thirty seconds. Because <laughs> that's the problem: is the sex scenes aren't long enough in the movies. You no, know, they're not. They're fleeting. I need to see more of it. See, my great thing. See, I always had three VHSs. Like right next to my TV, it was Astronaut's Wife. I had Steel Magnolias and my best friend's wedding. So I feel like that was like a good judge where it's like, oh, she just wants to watch a horror type film right now, or I'm crying, <laughs> jerking it to my best friend's wedding. 
<laughs> I never jerked it to my best friend's wedding. But I know that we've talked about how hot Julia Roberts looks in a crop top. And man, she did. That's true. And she did. Can we talk about my foray into relevant contemporary reality TV this week when I watched <laughs> Teen Mom, Young and Pregnant? Please do. And your Please. thoughts on it as a pregnant woman. I That's why I watched it. I was like, <laughs> I'm young and pregnant, but not this young because they're teenagers. But I had a great time. I really thought that it was uh, different than... You know, I haven't watched that type of reality TV in a long, long time. And correct me if I'm wrong, there was definitely a lot of people being, like, trashy to each other. But also, I actually thought that it was a little bit more... um, It treated the main characters with an amount of dignity that I was not expecting from a show called Teen Mom. Hmm. Dignity? How so? Some of them... Please expand. I mean, some of them is definitely, like, there was one pair where the boy just wanted to play video games all day and it was that was led to a source of conflict between him and his baby mama mm. um but wait is holden mcneely's fiance on this show <laughs> <laughs> yeah burn burn bitch you don't even listen to this podcast <laughs> but then there was other scenes where like the two the teens who were having a baby together just had like frank discussions about what they were afraid of and what they were you know, all the reality show discussions, like, what are you afraid will happen? Um, is Why is her mom being a bitch to you? All of that. But there was, like, part of me that was, like, these are actually, like, fairly healthy communications for teenagers to have. And I found myself being strangely pro. I thought it was just going to be, like, pointing and laughing at teenagers for having sex. Mm-hmm. And it was not quite that. And mm. so I was pleasantly surprised. Then glorify it, right? No. Okay. No. It definitely is, like, this is going to be hard as hell. But yeah. it wasn't, like, I thought it was just going to be, like, just a shame train. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I had just walked away being, like, mildly impressed with a number of the teens. But some of them are bad. <laughs> um, the boys. So the, like, there was the, there's one scene where a boy is like, oh, I think we should just be friends. And the girl is like... <laughs> What kind I'm of having friends? your child. <laughs> yeah, the girl is like, "Well, what do you mean by friends?" And the boy is like, "You know, like we don't live together, but we can like hang out and be friends, like go to the arcade." And she's like, "That's what you do with your friends?" And he's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Do you also have babies with your friends?" <laughs> and the boy's like, "Uh." <laughs> so the boys no. are a little clueless. Yeah, but, I mean, they're 16, 17. Right. So, yeah, they're going to be clueless. Right. Right. Who I mean, it sounds like he it? was just setting it up so he could smang later on, right? Nah. It's like, we're still going to fuck after this, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of relationship stuff being worked out. But uh, I certainly wasn't having that level of healthy communication with anybody as a teenager. I'd say not either. So, no. But I thought it was it was just, it was like I said, it was my first, it was like my first reality TV in a long time. And I was wondering, like, is reality TV trying to be slightly less completely dehumanizing now than it used to be or no. am i just having am i just having like a different hormonal reaction to this show than i'm, I'm going to lean closer towards the hormonal reaction side uh-huh. like mm-hmm. they're doing so good good job <laughs> oh. oh my god molly we're, you're changing right in front of our eyes <laughs> Well, I don't think we should shame shame teen mothers. I think we should make it so that it's easy to not get pregnant, but I don't think we should do any shaming. I suppose nah. not. Yeah, speaking of a show kind of like that, I don't know if it was both of you that told me to get into this or if it was just Jackie. It was the, uh, the Age Gap show on Netflix. Ooh. It was Henry and I last week, that fucking show, uh, dude. I could not get, I got like, 
seven minutes in, I'm like, I can't do this. Wait, tell no, me. I can't do this. Is it just what it sounds like? It's exactly what it sounds like in both ways. Like old woman, young man, old man, young woman. How old are we talking? Like old 70s <laughs> to tw- like 70s to 20s really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, but wait and it's british too Ooh. So it's like, yeah so <laughs> no i don't know why that makes yeah. it so much it worse. does it totally does yeah yeah because like, well you know we actually have quite a bit of sex oh. during the oh. day when he's yeah and it's like one woman who's like she said the only one that i watched was a woman who's like super into exercising and keeping herself fit and the guy that she's a lot uh, aligned herself with is just this like dumpy dude with shitty facial hair who just plays xbox constantly and she's like i've got a ke- i've got a cape and shape for him and he's like yeah you know it's just i like older women i love them and it's creepy Ooh. it's really creepy that sounds bad. You should watch it, though. <laughs> you should definitely watch it. It's not even that, like, I'm not shaming the fetish or, or you know, it's like, whatever. It's like, you dig who you dig. It's yeah. just that the people themselves are just, oh, <laughs> yucky, yuck. It, it, they're rough combos, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing specifically about that, that that, you know, really bothers me or anything like that. It's, no. There's a, you know, a, what is it, a, what do they call it, a January, December relationship? All right, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah, autumn, fucking. May, what is it, autumn, winters? <laughs> yeah, autumn, winter, the, uh, yes, the the spring, winter relationships. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, you know, that's fine, whatever. But it's just, it's the way it's presented because the British, and because I love British reality shows because they approach everything with this, like every subject with the same clinical tone. Like, yes. whatever they're talking, like, they could be talking about, like, you know, age gap relationships or fucking potatoes, and it's the exact same tone all throughout. Uh-huh. These days, you can get anything on demand. Heck, I don't even need to schlep to the gin store anymore. But did you know you could get postage on demand, too? All you need is stamps.com. You already know Last Podcast Network uses stamps.com to send you your fun, spooky merch. But I also use it to stay connected with all my besties back in New York. You guys know I just moved to L.A. and the only way I send my fun L.A. beach time tchotchkes to all my girls is using Stamps.com. I got them to use it too to send me bagels because a girl needs her carbs. Stamps.com is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Enter in the coupon code PAGE7 for a special 4-week trial that includes postage and a scale. I can send my tchotchkes anytime, day or night. I don't have the time to walk my butts to the post office because I'm still too scared to drive here. Dude, they even send you a digital scale so you know exactly how much the postage is going to be. Just click print and mail. You're good to go. Go to stamps.com before you kiss your jughead body pillow one more time. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in page seven. I think you might like it. It's pretty fantastic to watch. Uh, we want uh, Henry. Uh, the ladies of the house, Natalie and the puppy Wendy, are gone for the week. So Henry and I are really leaning into the whole like Versace House of Zabrowski kind of thing. And so we've been watching all the things that Natalie would not like to watch with us. And there's this Australian reality show called Release the Hounds. It is on Netflix, <laughs> and it is. The problem is, is that in theory, it sounds like the best reality show of all time, but it's hot, hot garbage. And it's not as scary as I want to be. So essentially, 
It's three people that are released into. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just tickled in a while. I just like the idea of it. I just want to take it and make it better. So especially since they're Australians, I was like, this is going to be real fucked up. But it wasn't as fucked up as I wanted it to be. They're released into a haunted forest. And they have to find keys to open up these treasure chests. But to get to the treasure chests, they have to find all of the keys. And then they release a bunch of dogs to chase after them. What? No way. So yes, they have to get to the treasure chest. And they have to open it up before the dogs get them. They should play Who Let the Dogs Out when that happens. I know. <laughs> and so, oh, wow. So we I want to watch the hell out of that. Yeah. Dude, it's like, <laughs> but the problem is, is that it's not as good as you want it to be. And now I just want to redo it because watching people run away from dogs <laughs> is pretty hilarious. What kind of dogs are they? Huge, like, German shepherds. <laughs> what do they do when they can't? Like, I'd imagine they probably just jump up on them, right? Like, they, they just, don't th fucking, like, maul them. No, I wish they had, number one, I wish they had mauled them. Number two, <laughs> what I like is that I think that they overlay, like, growls over it because they have them in this pen and they're just like, <laughs> it's just like, it's like, they're just, oh, they're just chilling, dude. Like, so they don't maul them and I really wish they did because I would like to watch someone be mauled almost to death to chase their greed. You know, <laughs> so is it just a show where if the German shepherds catch them, they just like jump up on them and kiss them? Because yeah. I also, I actually kind of would watch that show too. It's like, don't let the dogs catch you, and then the dog just gives you a big smooch. <laughs> but there's so many seasons of it, and every episode is an hour long. Jesus, that's too long. <laughs> it should be 20 I minutes. I want it so bad. I want it to happen so bad. Oh, man. I'm going to redo it, guys. So what I'm saying is we got to get a bunch of dogs. I'm going to start training. But they're always going to come after me. And we'll see uh, We'll see how it goes. I hope I don't get killed. What's the show called again? Release the Hounds. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Oh, my God. All right, it's time for the list. Oh, Who's on the list? Marcus, gotta have that list. Celebrities whose parents were or are professors. My oh. parents, one of them is a professor. Oh, well, then you're on the list. I'm on the list. <laughs> yeah, Molly. <laughs> gotta have that list. Fuck yeah. I always knew you were going to be on the list at some point. <laughs> Kanye West. His mother, Donda, was an active college professor for 31 years and once served as the chairwoman of Chicago State University's English department. What went wrong? I know you <laughs> like I know you like Kanye, Molly. I well, Kanye was really close with his mom, and I think that what went wrong was when she died, he ha got very upset, and I'm not sure if he is mentally recovered. I don't think mm. he ever really has. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. Matt Damon's on the list. His mom taught early childhood education at Leslie University. Leslie! <laughs> I don't know why I don't find that as charming as I want it to be. Yeah. It just, of course, it's just like he's got the, I uh, just, man, you know, sorry, Molly, throwing it out there, but usually the, the kids in school that had the teacher parents were always the most annoying. Mm. And I agree with that. Thank you. I like to think that <laughs> so I was 
I was annoying for all sorts of reasons. I hope that that wasn't one of them. Mm. But um, but yeah, no, I agree with you in general. Um, but it also depends on a lot of factors, like what they taught and at what college, right? Who was who the worst, like as far as like children, what they taught? Um, I feel like professor i feel like you know the higher up you get like people with phds mm. and more you know the higher up you get on the kind of academic sc- scale i feel like the more pretension there is and then the more that gets passed down through the children right and ah. also then the more you know i just feel like uh there's a kind of um hierarchy of like normal people in higher education and then really flapdoodle people in higher education and, yeah. and i was not from a flapdoodle family okay good I never oh. call, said you were from a flat doodle family. <laughs> Don't call me flat doodle. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Marcus, please. I never said she was a flat doodle. You're right. She's not. You're more like a wag doodle. I uh, I got a good friend that had, in high school, I guess his mother was the drama teacher, and I can only imagine how annoying he was in high school. Mm. Well, I always th- thought it would be stressful to have a parent be a, a like a teacher at the school that you went to. Yeah. I feel like that would be really... Embarrassing. My mom was a step, t- like not step, uh, substitute teacher every once in a while, and that was always stressful. Yeah, yeah. Even that's if you're, scary. If, if your parents really cool, then like either way, it's like if your parents, you know, I just don't want people. It's like then other people are talking about your parent, and so you mm-hmm. got to feel kind of protective. But then it just seems like it would be very difficult. It's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Jennifer Garner's mom taught English at a local college. I love Jennifer Garner. I'm really, I'm really trading, I'm trading places over here, guys. I really think that I like her a lot, and I know it's just because that she dresses her children, or she allows her children to dress however they want to dress. Um, I haven't seen Love Simon yet, though, and I think that we have to because of Riverdale at some point. But she's in that. Apparently, very good. I cannot bring myself to care at all about Jennifer Garner. I find her to be annoying and boring, (gasps) and I was confused about her hair at the Oscars. Why was her hair so messy? Maybe it's a bed style, Molly. It's just getting out of bed. <laughs> on purpose? Yeah, she had that electric blue on. She was fucking boogalooing all over the place. I was not feeling it. I think she's a little bit boring. I think she's boring like Ben Affleck. I don't think I she mean, deserves to be treated badly by him, but I think that they were a boring pair together. I read a story about Ben Affleck the other day. It's like, do you know, like, we talked about the Phoenix tattoo, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, we talked about yeah, it. Well, yeah, he, we got way ahead of that story here. Yeah, page, yeah, we so. got uh, way yeah. ahead of it. Well, he, when it first came out, he said that he actually told people, like, oh, yeah, it's just for a movie that I'm doing. It's temporary. But uh, what is it? Two years later, still there. Sad. Uh, yeah, he was at the beach with, I mean, with his shirt off. It's like, you're not filming a movie right now, dude. What are you oh, doing? It yeah. wasn't just with his shirt off. He had he had his towel over his belly. Yeah, no, that yeah. was a bad lie that he came up with because you can't say that you're suiting the same movie forever <laughs> and you no. can't never take your shirt off in public unless that's what you're going to do and be like, well, I guess I'm so ashamed of this terrible tattoo that everyone's laughing at me about that I thought was super cool that I'll never take my shirt off at the beach. Man, the tattoo is so bad. It's, it's really such bad. like who he's got so much fucking money. Who did that tattoo? It's so I, bad. I don't know. And you know, as as someone with at least two, maybe three, really awful tattoos. Me too. Uh, it would it would be horrifying to have like the whole world make fun of your terrible tattoo. Laugh at your I mean, bad at tattoo. least you know, at least we have an excuse. Like we were both like eighteen when we got 
our bad tattoos, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, we just went all in, uh, unfortunately, but he is, uh, what, nearing 50? Yeah. He should just wear, you know, they have those damn nice swimming shirts that you can wear. That, that you know, he just doesn't have to ever show the world. He should just wear a long sleeve swimming shirt whenever he goes like to the a, beach. Like a fat kid? No, like yeah. A, no, that's what. Yeah, why are you? Why are you giving me PTSD, Molly? <laughs> no, why are you trying to make me think of every time I had to go to the beach <laughs> and I had to put on, I put on a t-shirt over my bathing suit no, because I was ashamed of my body. It's so much better now. I had to, I put had to put one on because of my glowing skin <laughs> and, <laughs> and but now they have very stylish you know i think they're called rash guards and they look all cool like a little surfer and so now kids who need for various reasons or want for various reasons to cover up they can look fashionable and style stylish and ben affleck doesn't have to show his shame to the world yeah but have you worn one of those before last time i went to florida my mother forced me to put it on like i was a child she's like you're gonna get burned I was like i never burn i've got italian skin and she made me put it on and then you're just wet and heavy in the water the I wear entire them. time. It takes all the fun out of it. I wear them all the time now. That's all I. That's what I. That's my swimsuit. Is it? Is those things? Because otherwise, I burn and die. And so I'm very thankful to the shift in trends that makes it slightly more acceptable to wear a shirt at the beach now. Well, before we get to blind items, we actually forgot to talk about a story. Corey Hames' wolf attack? Oh, oh yeah, Corey Feldman. Yeah, but same difference. <laughs> Corey <laughs> I mean, Feldman's no. wolf attack. He is, man, it's so, he's really, I mean, we know he's crazy, right? He got, he went to the hospital because he was claiming that he got stabbed by a wolf pack <laughs> that was in an attempted murder plot for, a, like, going after him, right? He shows up at the hospital. He has not a scratch on him. There's, like, he had security detail. Nobody knows what happened. I think that he may have made it up. And what is sad is that the LAPD said a male approached the window of, of the driver's side of Feldman's car and made a jabbing motion at him, and that was it. So is the wolf pack, is he saying a literal wolf pack, or is the wolf pack, like, a code name for the gang that does the bidding of the Hollywood pedophile elite? It must be the second, because otherwise the wolves would have stabbed him with their paws. <laughs> with their teeth. Yeah. What, what, their, well, or they were, whole, I was picturing them holding knives. Someone taped knives to the paws of a bunch of wolves, <laughs> trained them to attack, and then sent them after Corey Feldman. Yeah, I don't, I mean, maybe it's it's that one though or maybe th- maybe it's the same wolf pack that bit beyonce on the face maybe it is like a big ring that we don't know about that we got to figure out guys right. we're all over here laughing and, and really we're the ones in the dark <laughs> i just don't i hope i don't get wolf packed that's all i can say i think we'll be fine all right it's time for blind items ah, we, we can't get say up. all right listen to these this week we got a few They're trying to ignore it, but there were several times already where this A-list singer showed up wasted to a reality gig that's on the air right now. Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. That one, or are you just fucking pulling that one out? I just knew, because she's (laughs) everywhere right now, and I resent the fact that she has short blonde hair, Mm -hmm. and she's acting like a crazy person, and everybody's annoyed with her, because I feel like vicariously everyone is going to be annoyed with everybody who has short blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and she's too sassy right now, and she's too cutesy, and I just don't like it. Yeah, too sassy. 
Yeah, and then she did the whole kissing thing against the kid's will. But I just really hope, I I, I hope that she's getting tanked with Lionel Richie. Because that is something <laughs> that I would love to sit in on her and Lionel Richie just like, blues and fucking face man yeah and i and i really i i've i come from being on katie perry's side i love that damn album with all those damn good singles on it but i just haven't really liked her since then yeah i don't know i mean for me katie perry i like a couple of those songs but for the most part it's like oh katie perry hot cool it's about as far as it goes yeah, but yeah. If, Firework, if Firework comes on, don't you get into it? Oh, I get into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. great song. It's a great song. Honestly, she really she fell off the pedestal for me after uh, the whole YouTube watching her sleep for like a whole weekend yeah, thing that she that did. Was, yep, that was when it, it was turned. a little much. Mm-hmm. But and I mean, I still did, love her music though. And then I'll, I'll, that, I'll jam. Remember that song she did? What what it was a VMA or a Grammy? I can't remember. But where she was like dressed like a basketball player, and it was like all about bass. The song was about basketball. It was really, really, really bad. She dressed as a basketball player or a basketball. I it it, it was it was like a whole basketball themed performance, and it was called like it was it was some basketball entendre for a title. Swish, swish. That's the one. Thank you. <laughs> swish, that's swish. it. That's it. I uh, that one. Yeah, that one's not the uh, the best song. Not actually. Good it's at very all. annoying. It's very bad. Uh, a tiger don't lose no sleep. Don't need opinions from a shellfish or a sheep. Don't come for me. No, not today. Whoa, you're calculated. I got your number because you're a joker, and I'm a courtside killer queen, and you will kiss the ring. You best believe. No. Well, it's all it's the whole <laughs> T-sway thing. Uh-huh. That's, that's what it was them barbing at each other. Uh-huh. And I I, I think Katy Perry is more interesting than Taylor Swift. Ugh, God, you're about as cute as an old coupon expired? Yeah, and that's not fucking cute, Marcus. <laughs> and we know that. I know about coupons even though I'm rich as hell. <laughs> I hate it when rich people pretend to know about normal people things. Yeah, but they're just like us, Molly. (laughs) Remember when Drew Barrymore was drinking that Tolly Coors? They're just like us. Just like us. I think both of y'all are going to like this one. This one, it's catty, but it sounds like it's like a super fun cat fight. Ooh, okay. The arguments between these two permanent A-list, mostly movie actresses, who are each Oscar winners and nominees, got so bad that the script had to be slightly changed so the two wouldn't have to work on as many scenes together. This is this year? This year, yeah. And it's a sequel. It's a sequel to a musical. One of these women is a musician who also won an Oscar for Best Actress. I think either Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress in the 80s. And the other woman is, you know, the uh, it's Mrs. Oscar. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, is yeah. Mrs. Oscar. Is Mrs. Oscar, <laughs> yeah. Is the other one Cher? It's Cher on, oh the, my set, God! on the set of no! Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. <laughs> Whoa, man alive. And she won for Moonstruck. I believe she won Best Actress. Okay. Um, it, uh, what? Wow. Wait, why is Cher in Mamma Mia? Wait, why are they doing a sequel of Mamma Mia? That's Wait, the question. Why is Meryl Streep in Mamma Mia? Here we go again. Man, <laughs> <laughs> we got again. Oh, put some fucking Olympia Dukakis in it. It's a shame to have this, this relationship destroyed over a movie that definitely does not need to be made. I mean, it's going to make a ton of money. Sure, but are they going to use the same? How do you do a sequel to a... 
album How musical. do you do a sequel? I don't understand. What's the music going to be? Ah, okay, here. The Sophie finds out more about her mother's past while seeking guidance on how to handle her pregnancy. And oh, Meryl Streep. Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> we have to just work that into our regular. Our homework for this week is to is for everybody, not just the three of us, is to work that phrase into your regular conversation with somebody. <laughs> Somebody's like, oh, I have to go into work early tomorrow. And you're like, Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> Actually, technically, it's a pretty great phrase. <laughs> <laughs> really is. Especially like the more bored you sound like, ugh. Mama Mia, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many times Cher and Meryl Streep have said that to each other on set. I mean, maybe or just about each other, you know? Take three. Mama Mia, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> <sighs> Why do they hate each other so much? Man, I, now I gotta go. I gotta look into this. Yeah, I don't know, but they hate each other enough where they had to like rewrite part of the movie so they wouldn't have to be in as many scenes. Whose side are you on? That's share. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I gotta be, you know, I gotta be on the side of the gypsy tramps and thieves, you know? Mm -hmm. I agree, but some people feel such loyalty to Meryl Streep, you know? That is true. I'm going with Cher. Yeah, I totally agree. Cher's tweets alone. Yeah, feels right. Yes. Yeah. And finally, this daytime talk show host better get back to work quickly because producers have noticed audience reaction and the higher ratings with her replacement. Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. And the replacement, I didn't know this, Jerry O'Connell is sitting yeah. in. <laughs> what an interesting choice. It yeah. seems to be a great choice. Everyone's loving it. Well, because I think that he was pretty close to getting on a... Uh, Kelly and Ryan Seacrest before they chose boring ass Ryan Seacrest, but I would much rather stare at Jerry O'Connell. That's for fucking sure. He's much more affable. Uh-huh. You know, like I could listen to Jerry O'Connell talk about bullshit and nothingness much more than I could watch uh, fucking Ryan Seacrest talk about bullshit yeah. and nothingness. Ryan oh, Seacrest's yeah. career has been confusingly long and successful. Inexplicable. That dude has been yes. on television since I was in high school. Yeah. And yet I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> you know? He is Mr. Generic Face and Mr. Unmemorable. He has nothing important about his personality but he has been at the top of the heap since 2003 yeah i don't get it i would definitely i i, I bet he gets i bet jerry o'connell will get his own show though at the at now if he's been doing it and i wonder how he got tapped to do it interesting i bet he has a really clever manager that was thinking what can i do with you and just thought, holy shit, you'd be perfect to host a daytime talk show. Yeah. And so he just fucking lobbied for him, got him in there, and that's how Jerry O'Connell made it. And I, I mean, I'll love Wendy Williams, but I think maybe her son has set. Mm-hmm. Too much shade. We're, yeah. I think we're, I think we're starting to get past the, the age of shade. Yeah. People are, di- they're done with it. Yeah. They're tired yeah. Of it. Because it's just too much negative shit out there. We need to watch somebody that's just going to smile and have a laugh. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's just, it's all shade. I, I, I had to stop watching it. And you yeah. know, I loved Wendy Williams. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if we have to stop watching it for too much shade, it means there's too much shade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, sorry we got a short one this week, but be sure to uh, listen to Riverdale Roundup. Even if you don't listen, or even if you don't watch Riverdale, it's still a fun show to listen to. I know a lot of people do listen to it without having any context whatsoever, (laughs) and I would imagine that makes it a confusing listen. (laughs) But we have so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, and please pop over to our Patreon page. We've been releasing a bunch of weird shit, which I am having a fantastic time doing. It's why the song, Last Night an Eagle Saved My Life, (laughs) is stuck in my head. Uh, Henry sang the same goddamn song on the stream last night. (laughs) (laughs) It has been in our head. He's been plaguing me with it. House of Zabrowski, I think, is going to ruin us both. (laughs) But Last Night an Eagle Saved My Life uh, is a lot of fun. I put it on my Jackie's Hot Takes. It's part of our video for the uh, Patreon page. So it's patreon.com slash page seven podcast, seven the number. Because I am loving it. Oh, sorry. That's Kissels. Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Love you guys. We are the world. We are the children, we are the ones that make a brighter day, so let's start giving. Welcome to Patreon Shoutouts! Thank you guys so much for donating your money and listening to us over the years. I really, really appreciate it. Everybody here at Last Podcast Network does. And let's get them rolling, babies! We got Andrea Dodge, Bronwyn Black, fuck yeah, good strong one, MS, Margarita Rodriguez, Caroline Morty, Emily Casanano, Carcerano, it's Carcerano, it's Carcerano, Meg Ryan, Gunnar Fartflute, Matt Kirby, Alex Marie Stetter, Caroline Kelly, Brandy Eaton, Alicia Watts, Edward Howard, Emily Reed, Kelly Bennett, Miss B. Emily Reister, Lisa, Nikki Bennett, Bonnie Allison, Taylor Stewart, Jessica King, but I bet she's fit as a queen, Natalie Contreras, Kaylee Hale, Michelle Best, Mandy Lovick, Veronica Lynn, Bree, Carla Wood, Jared Gilbreth, Candace Brower, Tia Comstock, Jamie Blakely, Megan on a mission, Remington Rock. That sounds like a daddy if I ever heard one. Melissa Mobley, Sarah, Joey Dalla, Rob Black, Christy Day, Namine, Jamie Hover, Kelly Geis, Brianna Iacoboni, Arian Brombe, Jamie. You guys are my world! Thank you guys so much for donating towards our Patreon. I'm coming at you hard. I'm coming at you strong. I'm coming at you fast. I love you guys so much. I love Page 7 so much. And I really, really appreciate all your help. Please visit patreon.com slash page 7 podcast. I am dishing out some goods every week. It, um, you know, it gets weird sometimes. But hell, I think you might like it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit VALottery.com.